I gotta go to a body shop. You ever go there? Man, they're waiting for you to pull in. What are you gonna do, fix it in your garage? You do body work? I know nobody that does this. I gotta go in. You go to in a body shop, everybody comes out. The whole, the whole garage. When you pull in, there's a guy, that guy that, hey, we got one, let's take a look at it. And they swarm the car. They just, I thought I was at a Cirque du Soleil show. They were, And they call out the head guy. It's the best actor they got. <laughs> Frankie, want to take a look at this? As soon as he sees the car, he's like, whoa. <laughs> Would you get sideswiped by a semi? I said, no, my wife calls this a graze. She says, she says you could get it out with some carnauba wax. I can't open the door, but she says, this is a $9 job with some carnauba wax. I can't yell or scream at the house. I have to suppress all my emotion and feeling into my feet, and I don't know who I am anymore. But she just says it's a graze. Uh, I don't understand why she didn't see anything. We have sensors and a camera in the vehicle, but of course I couldn't mention that in the heat of the moment or I'd be sleeping outside on the lawn. So. If you could just get out your wax and buff that out, that would be fantastic. Be sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels. Wondering how you can show your love? Head over now to Facebook and drop a like. Alright, what's going on everybody? My name is Mike Toledo, as you guys can see right there. Um, I've got an action-packed podcast here for you guys. Uh, as you can see, I'm starting to do stuff a little bit more live or pre-recorded on video. Some of this stuff needs video because I talk about training and I want to uh, definitely explain something that was having, I had a very challenging week uh, this week in the shop and it was uh, just one hard dent after another and I the last hard challenging dent I did was a Tesla Model 3 I'm going to show you that um, so if you guys are listening to this podcast I definitely encourage you to go go to my website it's the podcast website so check that out denttimepdr.com I will also add this video on my YouTube channel as well. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. If you happen to watch this video and you're looking for like a, a straight up how to and all that stuff like my normal videos or my reviews, this ain't going to be it. If you are a passionate PDR tech, this podcast and video is for you. So other than that, you're excused. And if you are interested, please watch. There is a lot of value, a lot of information uh, in, that, in these podcasts that I offer. Speaking of information, I, um, I would really appreciate a review, you guys. I know you're getting a lot out of this podcast. It would take you only less than five minutes to go on over to iTunes and give me a review. That would be greatly appreciated. And please put your real name or at least say who you are so I can uh, give you a shout back and, and thank you uh, for that. Meanwhile, I'll try to remind, remind you guys at the end of the podcast to do so, but before I forget, that's why I'm, I'm mentioning this. So what do we have in store? I got a lot of action-packed in this podcast. So we're going to talk about Instagram info. Uh, I do have a full video on it on the Dent Trainer. I just uploaded, so it's some cheats. Uh, a lot of you are asking me how I do my description, and uh, then I get into explanations of what the differences are between reels and uh, stories and why is the importance of you know all that stuff, IGTV, posts, carousels, things like that. I don't go in too much into detail because I want to create series of that on for the Instagram. And it's more PDR, PDR geared. Yes, you can find a lot of tutorials about Instagram and how to be creative, but 
how is it geared towards PDR? That's what you want. And that is on Dent Trainer as we speak right now. You can buy it a la carte or if you're already a subscriber, that will be in your membership. You can just click on it as you wish. Matter of fact, I can show you uh, that screen uh, as we do. So let's let's go check. Let's go switch over to it. So, oops, let me just switch over here. And this is what I'm talking about. Okay. So you will sc sc scroll down here and you'll check that out right here. And you just click on inside of that. Let's see here. I don't know why that's doing that. Oh, you know why? It's because I'm not, I am not uh, inside of that there. Let's do that. I'll just, oh, there we go. I'll scroll down. And right here is where you'll be able to check this out. And you'll go inside of Instagram. Again, I give some emoji breakdown. You can just copy and paste how you wish and whatnot. And again, we're talking about Instagram. So you can go check out all the other stuff there uh, as you wish. So, but now we're really going to talk about some more things here. And I'm just going to go with this. If this hopefully doesn't stop recording, I will be good. Um, so here we go. All right. So go check it out on Dent Trainer. It is there for your viewing. Let me know your guys' thoughts in the discussions as always. So next we're going to talk about on the next segment, we're going to do, we're going to talk about win or learn breakdown. Now I, unfortunately, uh, I, we're going to get to that second because I'm going to show videos of it. I was working on a Tesla going back to what I'm saying is I had a real hard time and there's one, a couple things in there I wouldn't have done twice. And that's why I need you guys to pay attention because I'm trying to share what I learned through that. And I knew, I knew better, but I just took a little too far. So you'll see what I mean uh, as we go on. And also want to say the uh, top customer replies when a customer either says you're too expensive or they want a lower cost. I have a couple good replies. Professional, professional. I know you guys want to say go kick sand and tell them to do this and that or Donald Trump them, but uh, I've got a little more professional way to handle that. And hopefully that'll give you some ideas on how to handle those customers. And we're going to talk about a little bit further in that. Um, and of course, uh, my new segment called uh, PDR Tools Don't Suck. Matter of fact, I did a little thing on there. PDR Tools That Don't, don't, don't Suck. So we'll get into that. So every time you hear that, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get into that segment, PDR tools that don't suck. Uh, so I have a couple tools that I want to talk about. Uh, mainly they are the, some of the latest ones I've been using and uh, we'll get into that. So we've got a whole giant um, entourage of, of just stuff to talk about and uh, we'll, we'll get into it. So, all right. But meanwhile, and if you are listening to this podcast, well, if you're not listening to podcasts and you're watching the video, I have a little treat for you in the beginning of the podcast. So uh, go check it out over there. All right. So let's get finally let get cracking. I apologize if I sound a little rusty because I have all these buttons and I'm trying to do this new segment. So I am still getting used to my new format that I'm going to be using. You know, Mr. Toledo, always trying something different. I get bored bored with my stuff if i do the same old stuff so that's just my style so bear with me every once in a while like i get like this because i'm excited too to to bring you new stuff all right so the first first thing i want to talk about is um my top customer replies when, when a customer either says you are too expensive or they just want a lower cost Okay, so the what I hear the most is that's expensive. You know, you give them a price, 
uh, they reply back either that's expensive or you know you know that's 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 a lot higher than I thought it was going to be and and so what I like to say is when they generally just reply that's too expensive or you know that's too high I I reply very if it's through a text and then I'll say it through in person but if they say it either way and that I'm too expensive, I would say, well, compared to what, please? And they never, ever have had a good answer for that. Generally, if you talk to them in person, you're catching them way off guard. And they're like, well, I, you know, I was just, I just didn't think it was going to be that expensive. Exactly. You didn't think. I've been learning my lesson lately because if I know it's going to be a bigger repair, ladies and gentlemen, I don't, I don't let them, it's kind of like a loophole. Like it lets them, they might, they might say, okay, chances are they won't. So if it's a bigger repair, again, I like to hit them with the open question. Hey, is this going to be an out of pocket pay or an insurance claim? Now, I'm not going to get into the specifics of that. Matter of fact, I've got a real nice way of how I close my, my customer sales with that tactic right there. And I am still perfecting it. I, it's working for the most part, but I'm polishing it. So um, I'm probably going to be doing a presentation about that on mega media events. If, you know, God willing, if uh, everything goes right with all the COVID thing in May at Anson's, but as of now, I am really critiquing and working on that, and I, that is part of my reply, and I just don't leave it open like that, especially on your bigger tickets, okay? I'm, and I'm talking $500 or more if you know it's going to be over a general deductible. That is what you're going to say. But going back and staying on track, that's expensive. Well, if you don't mind me asking, compared to what, please? And they just don't have an answer. It's like, it's like you catch them off guard because you're not expensive at all. It's just what they thought in their head. They had a number, what they thought. And it always, go, it always goes back to what, how we present ourselves. You know, back in the day, we used to come really promote ourselves. We, we did a great job. Matter of fact, we did it too good that we're cheaper than a body shop. One third the cost of a body shop. You think about it, the guys who have been in this business for a long time and gals, you think about back in the day, that's what we did. Because back then, we couldn't do a repair like the body shops, a big repair. We could do door dings. And that's what we thought we could, we could do are small creases or small dents at the biggest. And even at that, for most of us, we couldn't get it out absolutely perfect. But as time goes on, things have changed. Our skills have gotten better. Quality's gotten way better. And now there's no, no reason now to be in that mindset anymore. So that goes back to what I'm going to get at towards the end of this segment right here. So... Another, another thing common customer reply is, well, that only took you five minutes and it wasn't that long. Why am I going to pay you $150 for five minutes worth of work? That's, that's absurd. Why? That, that's crazy. And I reply, ma'am, sir, that didn't take me five minutes. It took me 30 years and five minutes worth of experience. And you're not paying me for my time. I apologize if you think that. But you're paying me for my results. And let them understand. That's what, that's what they get. Well, I don't get it. That's, that's crazy. I, you know, it only took you five minutes. Well, let me put it this way in your terms. This took me a long time. Before, it used to take me three, four hours to get a dent out this clean. But now, as time goes on with my experience, I got faster. And that's a bonus with my experience. Nobody in their, in their service or any kind of career 
as they get better at it, why should you charge cheaper for it? You earned that. You, you totally earned it. Don't give away your value because you earned it. That doesn't make sense. So the, the faster you get, the less you should earn. Think about that. And I know we've done that to ourselves many, many times. Many, many times. And you need to stop that. You need to stop feeling guilty for it. Again, you think a doctor who went to school for 10, 12 years, he's going to blink, he's going to hesitate because you walk in the office, you end up needing only ibuprofen, and he charges you a $500 doctor's visit for 10 minutes, agreeing that you do have a headache and you need to take stronger ibuprofen, and he gives you a prescription and it's $500. You're not paying him because he's agreeing with you. You're paying him for his experience to make sure that you're okay. That's the same thing with us. Now I know we're not saving lives, but I'm trying to say it's about the experience. So you shouldn't charge less because you get faster at it. That's backwards thinking. Backwards thinking. I have a, I have a story to tell you guys. So, um, so a, a person... Uh, a customer sends me over an estimate. I send them back an estimate. And this is for a wheel repair, by the way. And I work with another company who, who's very high quality. And I subcontract out my, my wheel repair. So the customer sends me a, a text back. I got it done for $60. 60, yeah, 65 That was more than half the cost. Less than half. More than half. Less than half the cost of what we charge. And I said, oh, really? That is terrific. Give me their number because I would like to hire them myself. And generally, most of these people, they bullcrap me, okay? But this seemed really oddly low. Person responded back. Here you go. Screenshotted me the conversation with the phone number of the other company. So I called, I texted the, the person, and I said, I'm not sure if this is what you generally charge, but you don't understand the value of your own service. Now, maybe I was out of line, but honestly, people need to get called out for that. He goes, I didn't, I don't charge $60. Because I told him how much it charged. I don't charge $60. My minimum's 120, 125. I said, oh, really? So I screenshotted him. And I read the conversation on the thing, and it says that he couldn't get to them that day. He'd have to schedule the next day. He goes, oh, I was in town, and it was an easy fix, so I charged $60. And so I replied, so the, so the faster you get at something and the easier it is, the less you should charge? I don't get it, question mark. This is why... You condition yourself to go out of business. I sent that to him. He replied, have a good day. It happens, right? Now, good thing he wasn't in my industry or directly in PDR. Not, not, he is in our industry, but not directly in PDR. But that's the type and by the way, I did mention, oh, good luck. But by the way, you'll never be able to charge that customer over $60 again, ever. Good luck. And that's what happens. You leave a taste in someone's mouth. You leave that footprint in someone. And that person tells the other people, hey, I only got the wheel repair done for this, this much. There's no value. It's all taken out. It's gone. That's what I'm saying. You have to understand. If you keep selling price, you're going to go out of business. Sell quality, and you'll attract the customers you want. You might not get all the customers because you have to understand that not all customers are your customer. It's going to take some discipline for you to understand that. It took me. 
It takes habit. And on top of a habit, before it becomes real habit, it takes action. So you have to commit mindful, do it by action, and you have those two things together. And now you have a habit, which will turn into instinct, because then you realize there are people out there who will pay for your value. And you knew, then you fi start finding yourself having that big self-worth, which is really, really important. You guys know I preach this a lot. I don't want this industry to go down the toilet. You might not think that you hold value because you're not as good as, as a lot of those texts out there that you see on Instagram. There's a hell of a lot of Instagram people that are, are guys who are on out there that aren't showing their work and are struggling. You'll get there as long as you want to. But don't leave your value of your service down below. It's funny is that eventually our skill sets get better, but we don't bring the value of our service with it, with the quality. It's, it, we, we condition ourselves to think that way. And it's a creature of habit. You get conditioned that way and you... you, you you brainwash yourself. And then you talk yourself into it saying, I can't get that much. I can't do this. I can't do that. Think the other way. How can I get that cost? How can I justify? Think keywords to yourself. And just remember this too. Everything, and I posted on my story too. Everything is difficult until it becomes easy. I tell my students that. I just told my students that today. But that's the part. The catch is don't let easy like make you feel guilty because you earned it. You earned it to be easy. Now, not every dance easy because you've got to challenge yourself, and that's how it goes. You're not challenging yourself. You're not really having fun. Today I had, well, I, I guess I, I had a lot of fun this week. It was challenging, and I learned a lot. You know, PDR is always about patience, man. Like the bigger the you go, the, the slower you have to go. The slower you have to go. The, the more you go, you, when you go to attack a dent, you, you have to be so, like, in the moment can't have distraction, you can't have phone calls, you can't have any of that. You have to be like, okay, I'm going to attack this dent. How am I going to approach it? You know, what, what am I going to do to, to bring that dent out as clean and as nice as possible? A lot of that stuff. That's all the experience that, you, that goes along with it. Now, I don't want to get too much off track because I'm going to stay on track this time, okay? Can you give a price? Can you give a better price? Customer goes, okay? My famous number one reply, text message, or anything else is, hey, listen, I understand you're looking for the best price in the beginning. However, I also understand all my customers want the best quality in the end. I'm sure you would agree, question mark. You just threw the ball on their court. What did you just sit, do to them? You just asked them, well, do you want quality or do you want the best price? And a lot of them, when you do that, now, and I, and I also put, if you're still willing to, to schedule, please do so at the link above. So I usually give them a link already ahead of time when I give them a cost, and we'll be happy to service your vehicle. Or if they're in person, I just leave it like that. I don't say anything else because I like to give them kind of an almost an uncomfortable position like hey what do you want like you would agree right and i shake my i, I nod my head like this because i i coach them into doing it. And they're like yeah i agree they either say let me think about it or let's go ahead and do it but they not they're not asking for a discount beyond that because now they know that you're you're there to sell quality not price and that's the moral of this whole story don't get sucked into well, if I was 
cheaper, I'd probably get more work. No, no, not really. You're going to get, okay, you'll get more work, but you're going to work harder. You're going to attract the crappy customers. You're going to have the pissed off attitude because you're mad at yourself. And that's not how you want to run your business. That's not what you're going to be known for. Hey, call this guy. He's the cheapest guy in, in town. I would hate to be known to be the cheapest. Sometimes, I, sometimes people say, oh, yeah, you're the best price in town. I'm like, oh, I hope you, they're comparing me to a body shop maybe. But even at that, I don't want to be compared to a body shop. It comes with the territory, but as long as you are striving to get better and bring yourself up higher, because you're going to generally not work as hard, but get paid more. And just remember this, and I said this in my other podcasts, I say it all the time, PDR isn't always cheaper. You can use this too. It's just always better. Well, I thought it was going to be, it's not always cheaper, it's just always better. But then there goes that part where you go, hey, are you paying out of pocket or are you going to make an insurance claim? And then you do your spiel. But you don't leave it just, you let them tell you what they, they're, they're going to say. And then you can guide them on which path they want to take based on your recommendation. I would never just throw a big number out and hope and roll the dice and hope they, they call me back. That's, it's not going to happen. They, you, you send a, you know, you tell them it's going to be like 1500 bucks or 800 bucks. First of all, they're going to, they probably will make a claim if they can't find anybody else to do it cheaper and they won't call you back because they think that a body shot will have to take it over or, or the insurance company steers them to uh, the, the body shop and then they, they just don't know any better. They, it goes to the body shop. <clears throat> and like I said, just like anything else, it's habit. You need to change your thinking so it becomes action and then the action will turn into habit and then hopefully it's just instinct. Because then you'll, you'll go, man, I ain't going to waste my time with this type of person. You, you'll, you just don't have time for it because you know the value of your service and you know who you want to attract, who you want to invest your time with attracting those customers and who you don't. Because the truth is, we can, we can handle almost every customer that will come to us that qualifies for PDR. It's just, what type of customer is that? Is that going to be your customer or not? Because you can't have, you cannot fluctuate. As I said, you cannot go cheap and then you want to go high quality. Because if you do that, what happens is you confuse yourself, you confuse your customer, you dilute your brand, and there you go. You're back to square one because now you're confused on where, where you stand. So I hope that kind of explains a little bit segments on customer replies. Please use at your discretion. And um, that is what I use a lot for my customers. And generally it comes down to, and I have more. We'll, we'll get into that, you know, hopefully on later podcasts. I have a lot more other quick replies and stuff like that. And some of them you may see on Dent Trainer as well. So let's talk about, um, let's get into the next segment. This one's cool. So you're going to like this one because this is more visual. And let's talk about the, boy, I did a, I did a, uh, a Tesla. You now, I'm probably saying I'm trying to overstating it. It's not that bad, but what I did created a lot more work. I knew better. I just didn't know where, how tender it was. Well, let's get into it. So I'm actually with Tanner uh, and I'm training him. And what we're doing is we end up doing this, this type of repair right here. Ow, okay. 
Now I'm going to actually just pause that because I don't want, I don't want to play that, the sound. I don't want to play this. Um, I'm going to mute that. So what we're doing is we are, we're glue pulling right here on the edge right there. And everything's going well. We're yanking it. It's coming out pretty well. And my main part is that when we do bigger dents, and for you guys who are listening to this podcast, we have, I have like a three-tier skipping big dent on a Tesla Model 3. I'm going to pause that for a second. And we are cold gluing it. And what happens is that, and I'm going to just tell you right now, is that Everything was going well, bringing the metal, but all of a sudden, um, and we didn't realize it till later, the cold glue got placed a little bit too low, and that was my fault, and ended up pulling the edge out a little bit. That's what ended up giving me the problem towards the end of the full repair. Everything else was coming out fine. Now, it did get locked pressure, which we'll get into a little bit more. I'll explain what's going on with that, and I will have a segment on Dent Trainer because I do... I'm starting a new segment called Win or Learn. I already have a Jeep on there that that was a real that got cracked paint. It's just it's just basically lessons that will help you not or help you prevent the mistakes that that I make. I am not afraid to show you guys mistakes. Again, if you find a lot of value in this podcast or our vlog or video video podcast please give it a like, give some comments, go to the iTunes and, and give your thoughts because I know this helps uh, a lot of people who, who have questions, who might have been in the same boat or are going to most likely be in the same boat, uh, where not to do. And hopefully you can remember this. So I'll keep playing this a little bit too. And this is why you want to come over to and watch this video and then vice versa. Go back and watch the, listen to the, to the podcast. Now, what I want to do is now this is, gets real close. See, I'm never on the edge. I never have them on the edge. But that last pull right there, it kind of pulled the edge up a little bit because that cold glue was so strong it really, it really did a number on that. So we put a little more heat on it and then watch this. Boom. I did a slow motion and it is a little bit, a little bit buckled right here on the side. Now what we did is that we, we didn't want to overstretch any more metal. So we started using a hustle stick and the hustle stick really did a pretty decent job along with the Kiko centipede tabs. And I was trying to pull the bottom edge i knew like okay the cold glue was going to do too much was going to pull way too much too hard on that bottom edge and then i tried to cold glue more of it in the center which is fine it didn't hurt any further than that but it was locked up all the pressure was was becoming more locked up in the center it, it was starting to be very shall i say challenging and i was starting to get a little concerned uh, in this part, in this part right here. Uh, so we'll just go, we'll go a little bit further. So what I end up doing now is going, okay, let me tap down and I'm using a pivot tip and I'm tapping between, I was tapping between the, use this tab the, right here. the crowns areas, but that wasn't going to let go. So then as you can see, I'm using the latest and I'm using the latest um, cam auto tabs right there. And I'm using the, the new Anson Collision Cordless Glue Gun, which is fantastic. We'll get, that, we'll get to that in a second, okay? But that sucker was, was really good. I say sucker. That, that gun and that tool is really good. So I place it around on the, one of the deeper areas. And my main thing is like I had him pull. I had uh, excuse me, Tanner pull as I was tapping down the crowns. Super interesting. Like I said, you'll see it unbuckle, and this the the quarter panel. The problem was is that quarter panel wanted to really oil can back and forth, so I knew by me by Tanner pulling it with the hustle stick, kind of like the. If you've seen me use the uh, perfect pull uh, tower, 
this was kind of the same thing, but we were hand pulling it. And so as I was hand, as Tanner was hand pulling it, taking the stress off of the crown, and then I was able to tap down the crown, bringing that metal back inside of the low. And you'll see that here too. Hold as well. it right there. This is good. I'm trying to get this thing to stay. That's what I want. I don't want that low to go back in there. Okay, let's do it again. Slow pull, okay? Go ahead. Good, still hold it right there. Good. A little harder. Okay, let's hold it right there, dude. I've been doing a lot of this now, and it just, it seems like it's, it's really helping out a ton. Now, that's where I stopped and left off on far as the, the professional part of the video, which was good. It was actually a really good, there's a lot of segment parts in between that we're talking, um, going through it. So I am going to put that on Dent Trainer just as a, as a learning part. I did put together a little small clip kind of showing everything together, but that will be out uh, later on too as well. But uh, meanwhile, here's, so I got really, I was like, man, I got to get going. This is taking me way too long. So I had to turn all the cameras off and then I start like just showing little clips of my progress. And in this, in this shot right here, you can see the progress of this, uh, of this uh, panel. And it was coming out for the most part, but I, I still had a ton of work to do just cleaning up. This is the tedious part. But the main thing is that I was very happy that we took, we did this dent and took our time as best as possible not to create more chewies, not to create more micro lows everywhere, high spots everywhere. We still just had manageable highs that we had to tap down, little micro lows and crowns that you could probably see in this area right here in, in that panel. Again, if you're listening to this podcast, I recommend checking out. I'll put a link no matter where. So if you're on iTunes and you see the link, I'll have a link to the video. If you're somewhere else, um, uh, or if you're watching it on the, the Dent Time uh, video thing, you can watch it there too as well. So I'm going to probably upload it uh, a, a few different places here. So there ha there's, this is what we had going on here. So the moral of the story, and I wasn't done with this yet. So the moral, the moral of this story is that even though I'm a very experienced PDR tech, you can get super excited, you can get aggressive, you, you can um, just place that glue a little bit too low than you, than you thought. And that's what happened. I knew better not to place it near an edge, okay, or right on the edge. I knew for a fact there. FYI, the Model 3 Teslas in the, in the left quarter panels are super thin. They are literally like that thin, okay? And, and I had to get a whale tail, a half-inch whale tail down between it. And I was still probably a quarter inch away from really getting to the lip. And that lip, between a quarter inch and an eighth inch, and that lip is, comes right together. So you're not going to get a tool between that. Uh, close, you can't. And some of you may think, well, what about a doodah? Would you use a doodah? Yes, you could use a doodah to a certain point. Again, it was, it, it, it was very, very difficult. I'm not saying it was impossible. Not saying that at all. I'm just saying that uh, for me personally, it was a very, very challenging dent. I had it for a day and a half and... I got pretty dang acceptable. So let me actually, let's go take a look at the iPhone here. And I'll go, let's go take a look at that. And let's see here. We're going to go to the Teslas. Yeah, there we go. So let me go for you guys here. So here's how I pretty much got it, all right? Um, you do see a little bit of work right there on the right side. I'm going to swing over a little bit more. This is a 
after. It's not perfect, ladies and gentlemen, by, by, by no means, but it's definitely a huge improvement. Now, the great thing about this, the great thing about this is that she, I told her up front, I said, when I saw it, I said, listen, I'm not going to guarantee, you know, 100%. This is not going to be 100%. On dents like this, I don't tell any customers. Matter of fact, that's a bad word. I told you guys that before. I don't say 100%. I don't say like new. I don't say perfect. I'm not going to be like this. I I try to say it's going to be close to 90%, you know, 85, 90% or better. The key word is or better. So there is a chance it can get better. You just never know, right? And you never know even when you think well, you, you never, it always happens when you, when you overpromise. So be careful about that. You can get yourself in some serious trouble. Let's go back to that shot. I'm going to try to get another, another shot for you guys. Um, this is a, another sideways shot of it. And I'm being very truthful for you guys. And this part down here on the bottom where you see a little bit of, little bit of some distortion in there that was very very tough that's the part i said had very very limited limited access to that dent let's go look at the that was that was actually this this shot was about an hour before i was finished i still had a little bit more areas to do but i want to show you guys this is the true dent. And it was really locked right here in the middle, right there where that pinch was. So cold glue isn't always the answer. That's the, that's the other thing. It, this, there gives you a good shot right there. The pinched on the bottom, locked against the edge. It looked less challenging than it really was okay and it was the middle part where it was locked was the most challenging so again the lesson i learned on here was to be very careful and what i would say what i would do different instead of cold gluing i probably would have really probably used that the perfect pole I thought I could get away with cold gluing it. I, I thought it would be a lot flimsier. Oh, it's flimsy, all right, and there's flimsy on the edge. But the perfect pole, or even the hustle stick, something like that, where you control pole in it. And the reason why I'd rather do a perfect pole is because if I was by myself, in most cases, the perfect pole is the is the best option because it's controlling that. It's always holding tension. And then you can have full rain and you can usually go around the wherever it's it's pulling from from the tower. And then you can tap down like a normal like if you were at a body shop and using the crown jewel tap down was just absolutely good. So that was I thought personally was going to be your best bet if you if you can afford the perfect pull and you're a. a a PDR company and you do a lot of big smashes. I'm telling you that thing is, is, is money. It is really, really good. And to be honest with you, I, it, it needs its own segment and that tool does not suck in any way, shape or form. So speaking of tools that don't suck and we will get to that later, I'm going to just have a whole cool segment on that. And you guys probably have seen maybe something on YouTube. I did something live on YouTube and that was uh, the perfect poll. Matter of fact, speaking of YouTube, Joe from Dent Evo, Joe Garcia, is coming down September 23rd to my shop this Saturday. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, three days from now, it'll be live on my Dent Time YouTube channel. And we are going to take on this Porsche Carrera. It's got a nice smash in the door. Not easy. It's got some broken paint as well. We're going to try to save the door. Try not to keep it from, uh, try to keep it from cracking or, or splitting even further. And it's got some stretch dents on it too. So be on the lookout for that. It will be on Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific Coast time. So let's move on. Let's, uh, it's really late here for me too as well. I'm, 
I'm super tired. But the guy goes on. So let's get on with it. PDR tools that don't suck. That's right. So we are going ahead to PDR tools that don't suck. And let's let's pull up this this tools. So I did tell you I was going to go to um, I was going to talk about some tools here, right? And you might have heard me already talk about this tool right here. This tool right here is let me turn my phone sideways. That'll probably look a little bit better. This is the Cam Auto pliers, the Fender Edge pliers. That this tool works, and I mean works really, really well. Look at this sucker. It gets it. It it's kind of look like a. It's it's like a. It's pliers, but it's 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 kind of like a U plier. It's hard to explain on through a you know through a podcast, but if you're watching the video, you can see this. It is money, super money. Here's the here it is how it looks. Yeah, through the video, and what it does is it grabs right on that edge. So when you have a bent edge, a kinked edge like that, what it does is it'll straighten the hell out of that thing and even straighten that most of the time it will straighten that, that kinked, you know, poked out part on, on the, um, on the outside. So let me, let me go to that part right here. Let's get right to it. So here it is. Look at that. Let me back that up. It grabs that fender and squeezes. <laughs> Look at that. Straighten it out, dude. I have never seen anything like it. I mean, we've all tried to do our own way, our own trick on how we do that. And I can tell you right now, that is unbelievably uh, super nice, dude. Having a fender pliers that can grab the edge and straighten it right out. So they only cost $45 and you can purchase them on um, Cam Auto. I think it's camautopro.com. I'll put the link down below. Okay. $45, guys. Super, super cheap. Let me talk about something else too. All right. Let's talk about, let me go to... So this just came out. This is this is the Anson Collision Cordless Glue Gun. It's basically a trifecta, but bigger and more powerful. And it's designed so you, when you are doing you know collision pulls like the, with using with the bigger tabs, um, it's not going to you know you start squeezing two or three you know good squeezes of glue and then all of a sudden you know your glue starts cooling down because you don't have enough feed well this has a much bigger feed and it and it won't uh let me just pull let me pull it up here and, and like i said it's going to just give you way more glue by pulling the trigger further look at that it just looks like a trifecta but bigger it's it's much bigger right so let's, let's take another clip out of this and here's a here it is without the packaging. Now it's also got a little dial on the back for you to, to control the trigger for like how hard you want the trigger to pull. I personally like it set to real soft because that's when, when the glue's hot, the trigger will be nice and soft. If, it, if the glue's not ready, the trigger will be more firmer and harder to, um, to, to, to pull. It's got a high and low switch and it feels damn good in the hand. It is really, really good. Now it has it. It's an Adobe. Excuse me. It's a Ryobi. Um, it is Ryobi ready. So if you already own a Ryobi gun, then it'll work with those Ryobi batteries. If you have a you know Milwaukee, uh, Dewalt, or Makita, you have to purchase the 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 uh, the adapter with it, and it'll work 
awesome. It'll just it'll work just seamlessly with your with your battery system that you wish. Now here it is. Let me just squeeze it. We're squeezing the glue out. Look at the neat the 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 needle on that thing. The nozzle. That sucker is awesome. It it squeezes out the glue just perfect for you. And I'm gonna do another one too. Let me see how Joe doing a, a Joe Tanner. Did I get it under? I don't think I got another one. I thought I I, I had another tab, but this with that, that that works good enough. That got the the point across, but it's it spreads it out nice. There, it, it's very accurate when you are applying it, and you're not going to get that crazy crazy drip messing. So. Those, those are some of the tools that don't suck. I really like, like those tools. I'll be doing some more as we go. I'm a little rusty right now, you guys. I apologize about that. But this is what this podcast was about, just to help you guys, uh, give you guys some different looks about a um, little bit of everything. Some training, some what I wouldn't do, uh, tools that don't suck, uh, a little bit of uh, you know customer replies. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Again, if you have time, please leave a review. That would really be helpful. And I always appreciate that. Anyways, I'm gonna leave you guys out on that note. My name is Mike Toledo. And I appreciate you guys watching. And don't forget to listen to the podcast. If you're watching this video, I've got something cool in the beginning for you to listen to. So go check it out. I'll talk to you guys later. See ya.